When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to start off on a sad note, but for a good reason. Uh, Lou Reed, baby. Yeah. Rest in peace, Lou Reed. Let's just groove on him for a moment. That she wants to know. She wants to know. Why she's good. Town. Yes, it seems a melancholy note to begin a comedy show, but fuck it, Lou Reed passed away this morning, and let's dedicate this one to him, shall we? And as sad as this song seems, but she's not afraid. It's fucking good stuff. Welcome to the stage, the mayor of Harmontown, the king of sadness. Harmon. Thank you. All right. It's a special uh, sleepy, sad uh, Harmon town. And it's not Lou Reed's fault, really, for dying. Well, is it? It might no. be. It might no, be. His I fault. was going to be sleepy and sad no matter what. I, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend's out of town, and uh, I don't know if I've ever been this uh, uh, apart from her this long. Uh, I can't remember. Well, it's She's, been like four days? Yeah. That's the longest? Yeah, we kind of just started spending every day together when we started hanging out. So When is she back? Uh, Tuesday or something. So that'll really be know. what? Near on a, a week. Yeah. She, le- she left a basket of gifts uh, next to the front door, one for each day that she's gone, that I can open. Uh, which leads me to item number one in, in my segment tonight called Things Dan Harmon's Not Allowed to Complain About. <laughs> which, and item number one is my girlfriend loves me too much. Um, I can't keep up. I can't. How am I supposed to match something like that? I'm reading that off of one of the gifts that she got me the first night, uh, which is my new gold eye Harmon, which is this kind of hinge clasped kind of affair. With a... But I guess item number two that I'm not allowed to complain about is this thing. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, functionally, I mean, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. Certainly, like aesthetically, it looks like it looks like exactly what you want. Yeah, it's a sl- it's got a slender. It's all love, no function. It's uh, it's got a sticker on the front that says "I Harmon" with my silhouette on it. It's it's held together with the pen so that when you pull the pen out, it springs open. But it's one of those slippery, shitty, twisty pens that you have to twist to get the ink nub out of and um, also the paper is what it's like, like that paper that uh, every every three centimeters there's a random spot that won't take the ink you know what I'm talking about yeah it's a piece of shit <laughs> yeah for me the uh, the deal breaker is the quality of the paper you want good paper that takes ink well I mean yeah so she loves me a lot 
She. Uh, have you? I written, can't. Have you written any notes down in that one? Well, I wrote. Girlfriend loves me too much as the number one thing, but I kept I kept having to start over because the paper sucks. <laughs> I had other stuff on there that I now can't remember. It's going to be a bad show because of this thing. <laughs> what, what else has she gotten you so far? Uh, she got me some throwing knives. Uh, when I when I was uh, younger, I used to throw knives uh, in my backyard, and so she got me some throwing knives, and she put <laughs> she put a target. Uh, on on the fence that separates my place from my neighbor's place, which is it's like it's this really low fence. Like, it, even if you even if you hit the fence, you're still fucking up your own fence and probably your neighbor's fence, um, or, but, or killing a child. Yeah, nine times out of ten, <laughs> if, if you've ever played darts before, yeah, it's about twenty percent of the darts go over the top of the board. So, what were the circumstances that you came home when? Morning or day, and Jay Johnson and I were at your old apartment, and we had taken actual kitchen knives, like and you were just throwing them at a door in my apartment, yeah, or a at, wall at a wall, yeah. and we had destroyed a wall in your place. I think the circumstances were booze and probably other drugs. Yeah, probably, certainly, certainly drugs. Because yeah. I think I went, I went to work and came back, and you guys were still doing it. It was like it's. It, we, we had taken, like, a bucket out and drawn a circle and then, like, a, 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 a plate and drawn a smaller circle. And we had numbered them. And we, we, we were, like, betting a dollar a throw. And then, and then, and then I, I came home. I, I got up, went to work. Oh, I didn't get up. I stayed up all night with you guys. I went to this. work, came home. And when I came home, uh, you, th- when I opened my apartment's front door, confetti fell. <laughs> because one of the many dumb, drunk things you guys did. It was set like a, a confetti trap. trap. Yeah. Uh, and you were just, I came into this, these two red, puffy <laughs> adults like laughing, crying because because confetti had fallen on my head. But it was like, you know, anyone watching objectively would have been like, this is not worth celebrating. This is, that confetti is alcoholism. That's, this is a movie of the week. Um, all right, so uh, yeah, it's a sleepy, sad Harmon town. It's uh, it, it, it it looks like the attendees uh, uh, agree. I think there's not we're not packed to the rafters here. It, you know, I part of part of what I blame for it is uh, is uh, the Halloween people. Whoever schedules Halloween, like this they, is the they, worst. Putting the, it on a the, Thursday it's afternoon, the worst possible day. Yeah. Because there's, there's no weekend leading up to it. Nobody knows what to do. And no one's going to dress up really joyfully on the day after Some Halloween. women are just dressing like a cat for two weeks in a row. They don't, <laughs> they don't know what to do. They're just like, I have a tail, and I, I, just in case. Uh, because a lot of people are doing nothing. I was going to dress up uh, as Erin uh, in, in honor of her version of dressing up as me. <laughs> well, she looked like Robert Smith from The Cure. But you didn't want to dress as Spencer uh, when I suggested let's all dress as Spencer because that wouldn't involve makeup and women's clothes. You you keep pushing for second year of David Bowie in a row. I wasn't pushing for that. I was saying I was going to go for what's easy and you shouldn't dress up like your friends. (laughs) Guy likes to dress as women. That's all I know. All right. when? Why women? David Bowie in Labyrinth is kind of a woman, but he's still a guy. You were... Uh, he's the Goblin King. <laughs> you were Snow White one year. I was. But that was because my girlfriend at the time had a Snow White costume from her oversized roommate. 
All right. Well, I didn't. I didn't know I was cornering you about this. I thought this was. I thought this. Was, oh, I'll, I'll dress as women. I, I have multiple wigs at home. Uh, all right. Well, well, let's let's bring up Spencer bright and early. Right now, I love it. Let's keep this sleepy train rolling. Hey, hello. How's it going, you guys? Are you? Are you nice and sleepy, Spencer? I'm pretty. I'm pretty nice and sleepy. Yeah. Everybody got their headache on. Everybody got a sleepy headache. I, I woke up at six a.m. in Fairhaven, Washington, and uh, flew in only moments ago. I woke up, took a two-hour drive to Seattle, flew, went straight uh, to our D and D game with with you guys. We, we had our little. It was just Spencer, Dan, and Rob Schraub and I. That was a pretty sleepy D and D game too. Rob Schraub was uh, Rob Schraub was supine through most of it. He was he was he was actually laying down on his back. And Vermithrax, it's your turn. I, uh, I we'd wake up and he would cast some sort of spell. Yeah, yeah. We, we we killed lots of uh, lots of baddies though. All right, let's uh, let's uh, let's keep the sleepy train rolling. Let's get some of these sleepy people's uh, problems. Who's uh, who's depressed tonight? <laughs> And I'm not asking, like, who's got a problem. Like, you don't need... You, you can just say, if you're depressed, if you're feeling, like, at the bottom of your biorhythmic uh, curve, nobody. Everybody's, everybody, everybody's walking on sunshine. Well, no, I don't want, I don't want people stepping into the role. I'll, I'll pretend to be depressed. Uh, that's nice. No, that's good. Let's look at that as a beautiful aurora borealis. How are you, uh, real quick, just, like, to, to set the uh, barometer, are you... Up, down, I'm down. I'm, I'm definitely down. Because Aaron's gone, or because what? Aaron's gone. I ha- I don't know why. I had I had kind of a headache all day. I th- you know what? I've been playing this video game that she got for me. That was her second gift to me. Or Saturday's gift was this uh, Ellen Page Willem Dafoe uh, uh, video game where you're just like it's one of those video games. I don't expect you to understand this, but, but uh, like like I know who Willem Dafoe is. That's it. I know, but 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 there's this there's this kind of video game. I, I'm assuming it's the exact same company that made that uh, Deep Rain or whatever it is, Hard Rain, uh, Heavy Rain. Thank you. <laughs> Deep Rain, Heavy Rain, Thick Rain, uh, uh, Wet Rain. Um, the the I I, I was kind of I, I played the whole game through this one, this Ellen Page Willem Dafoe one, uh, and, and it's really weird. Like on paper. It shouldn't be fun at all because you're, it really is just much more like you're watching a movie and they just kind of invite you to, to, to move along with your joystick. Like because you can tell from observing what's happening that it probably doesn't matter what you do, basically, because you can't die. Not that I know of. Is it a shooter? Is it a thriller? What, what's uh, that? It's like a. It's just sort of a. It's kind of a sci-fi Japanese kind of uh, 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 chick flick. <laughs> I don't know how to describe the genre of the adventure you're on. You're, so so you, you're you're just a protagonist in a in a film? Like, or do you yeah, do- yeah. And it's a sort of spiritual, dramatic thriller. About about supernatural powers and stuff, and you're you you, you just kind of go through this uh, 25 hour movie. Had basically. you asked for this uh, video game? No, or? no, she just got it for me, and it was nice because I really wasn't in the mood to play Grand Theft Auto. I I, I love Grand Theft Auto; it's working great, but I, I it kind of like it's sort of it, it, it's I don't know what it is. I wouldn't have played it otherwise. But having a new thing that I knew would probably take two days, I just put it in and. Played it in my monogram PJs that she also got me, and and, I, and she also got me dark chocolate uh, peanut butter cup. I miss her so much. Uh. 
but I was Ellen Page all weekend. Maybe that's why I'm depressed. I was just, I was just Ellen Page with like this spiritual entity following me that I could use to open drawers and find clues. So, I, so I'm just feeling a, feeling a little depressed. Can, can you choose to be Willem Dafoe? Uh, no, you cannot, and you wouldn't want to be. He's weird. <laughs> He does not translate well to video game. Ellen Page worked very well. Whatever goop they put on your face, whatever uh, ping pong balls they taped to your head to capture your, your movement and stuff, she made a good protagonist for a video game. Willem Dafoe, he, the, all of the bad things about Willem Dafoe come through in a video game, and all of the humanity is left behind. And if, uh, if Gina Davis were eating a plate of Willem Dafoe that came through a telepod, she would go, mm, oh, it's synthetic. <laughs> Like, Will- Willem Dafoe is a ninety percent skull. Yes, is there a, there's a lot of skull to Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah. He, he's craggy. When uh, when he and William William Sadler were separated uh, through the screen door of actors, uh, Sadler got a lot of the humanity, and Dafoe only got so much that's stripped away again by this game. So, anyways, so headache. Headache. Ellen Page video game. I've been Ellen Page all weekend. Missing Aaron. Missing Aaron. Uh, so throwing darts. Uh, uh, there was last week too. The lady came up, and that was weird, right? I, I loved it. From I, didn't, like, I, 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 had I to, didn't listen to it. I was afraid to listen to it because I'm just so tired. There's a lethargy to this too. Like I'm just so tired of being a fucking bad person. So tired. I don't think you were a bad. Do you ever get emotionally think, tired? Like it's like you feel like your emotions are doing. Is, is Lisa here right now? By the way, before we. Before, are you? Yes, ca- yes. No, she. I th- she. She. She got into a s- personal submarine and, and like went to Tokyo. I think. I, uh, I think one of the writers told me that she, that somebody wrote an email saying she's resigned from the fandom or something. And, oh well, uh, look. I look. I I have no fucking horse in this race. I, I either does she, man. Yeah, she came up here and there's like she had this sort of. I mean, you have a Christ complex, but your Christ complex, Christ complex met hers, and she was like, "I just wish people would stop asking me what I thought about this stuff." But they, like, like, that's what the whole thing was for sale. Like, she hated yeah. you, but loves community, and hated being on stage, but clearly needed to be. I don't know. I, didn't like I think it. the biggest, the the most unanticipated kind of blowback from that was that what I what should have occurred to me. What sometimes happens at Harmontown is that is that in our haste to like have a dialogue, we forget that only a kind of diehard Harmontown person knows that coming up on stage is not is not a bad thing. It's not like a, it's not like coming up a, a, to a witness stand. It's not like you're under arrest for something. And I, I was a little thrown by the fact that she did not come up smiling. I expected when I when I say is so and so here, I expect that to be the equivalent of like yeah, tickling them. Like, like is so and so here. <laughs> And, and I, I said, is so-and-so here? And she's like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, and it was like, oh, shit, we fucked up. And uh, how do you def- do a red wire or a blue wire? And it didn't matter. Just Because <laughs> um, I, I am not skilled that at that. Does that she's never heard of Harmontown? Like she only loves community and Who never knows? heard the show? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the first thing that, that like I noticed was that she came up and it was uh, it was contentious. Like she came up in a very cross-looking kind of posture. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a bummer. Did that? Did that? Uh, what was the fallout for you from that? I don't, there hasn't been. Any, I, I, I kind of like. I've taken the opportunity. I was like, you know what? I got a. So many people I've talked to. I'm still. I'm, st- I'm still on Twitter, 
because Twitter seems pretty safe. It's just sort of like this trickling stream of garbage, you know? Like, you can't really... You can't, and you can't really mix it up or, like, write an essay about how someone should be crucified or something on Twitter. It's, it doesn't work. Uh, so I've been, I've, I've, I've been trying to wean myself off of... And this is such a sad thing to me. Like, I, I grew up on the Internet. So I, somebody, it's, if somebody's writing the world's lowest stakes biopic, you've got to circle the, <laughs> the irony here that when, from the age of 13, like, I was learning to interact interact with people on computers and and always wanted to write television and ended up out in LA writing television in an era when this internet thing that I had grew, grown up on was actually starting to impact television and ended up at this weird crossroads where I had the first TV show that was sort of so so loved by a previously unmeasured uh, demographic uh, that it actually was able to stay on the air, but at the same time was sort of like, it's, it's just such an odd, weird, swirling thing. It was like my accessibility was, you know, became like part of a product. Uh, my, I don't know where I started buying into that stock or that press. I don't know what was fantasy, what was reality. I, I just always knew, I, I still know one thing, which is that I would rather die than not be able to talk about how I feel, and especially not in that medium that I understand where I can truly express myself, which is the, 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 you know, the typed word. And so that's always going to be a deal breaker for me, but the tragic irony of this whole thing is like coming around to finally like, I'm back on the on the I'm on the page now of all this like I, I just got to get these suitcases in my hand standing outside the internet going like what happened <laughs> like, uh, like I guess I'll just I'm just gonna go uh, I'll just go do what rich people do I'm just gonna shuffle around my house in my slippers and like maybe I'll buy a boat I don't I, like like and I'll just be like Instagramming me in a jet ski because I'm like this is the life this is what life is but that was never what life was for me life was like life was sitting in forums and talking but about jet stuff. skis were built so that you could not take a selfie right. <laughs> <laughs> that and carpool diem we came up with. Tonight. Carpool diem. Carpool diem. Did anyone ever come up with carpool diem? Dan and I. Dan and I drove here today, and uh, we were ashamed that nobody has come up with carpool diem. Someone might have. We don't know. Uh, so all of that, you know. The, why, why did we bring Spencer up so early again? Because uh, he's a he's a he's a he's a laugh a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, why are you throwing it to me? No, I mean, what? What is okay? So I'm gonna throw carpool diem, carpool day, that that carpool day. Think it, you're too literal, man. Carpool day. Today's carpool diem because I got two people in my vehicle. Is that how you use it, or are you like, hey man, carpool the diem because that's wrong. Carpool the day. Yeah. What the carpool? How about this carpool two diem? No, well, let's, don't, let's, let's, no, let's, see, don't appease him. His, car- his thirst for logic just made a horrible slogan. <laughs> I'm not suggesting. You no, know, Spox didn't work in advertising. It was a. You know, sometimes you just like like just do it. Says Nike. <laughs> Spock would be like, just do what, Captain. <laughs> And it'd be a fair question, unless you know, unless you were branding something. All right, that's uh, not my arena, you guys. I'll, I'm I'm confident in admitting that. But what do, what do people that don't get on the internet do? Like 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 do they do golf they, hobbies? Golf. Yeah, we should, we should start golfing again. Yeah. Falconry. That'll make this show great. Would people can show up and listen to our Dan, golf stories? Yeah, I would I would suggest to you to start picking up falconry. 
<laughs> I I prefer joinery. You know, wood joining. Wood joining? Yeah. You know, you create joints in what, wood what's and your, then join them together. What's your favorite uh, method of joining wood together? Oh, definitely the dovetail. Really? No, no. <laughs> because I, I had you pegged for a mortise and tenon man. You know, that was the thing I was trying to go for, but my brain couldn't think of. I, when I worked at my book job, I actually read through a shit ton of joinery books, and just, I knew about the mortise and tenon joint, but I couldn't, I couldn't think of it now because I've been doing all this other stuff at jobs. Yeah, because, mortise and tenon, he was like arch enemies with Henry David Thoreau, right? Like they went, no, like there were these two brothers. One was tall and one was short. The Mort- short one no, had a club. No, Tennant was the guy that haunted um, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> so they call it joinery? They, do, they don't just call it carpentry? I have no idea. <laughs> I think, yeah, joinery is like when you're not using like nails and shit. You're just you're using slots and the way oh, you the stick art, the wood the art together. The art of, of, of non-adhesive... I think uh, wood, I think wood, they use glue. Training. Are you saying, Dan, you look, you're in the market for a hobby that's not typing w- words to strangers that you never will meet and hate you for no reason? No, 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 no. He's looking I, for something to do with his time, but that's what a hobby is essentially, right? Yeah. No, no. Here's what, you, you know what it is. It's a healthy thing because what I, what I somehow came started doing was like sucking energy off of the internet, which I don't think you know. It's a medium. Like you should. I. 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 I if 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 I'm true to my lip service, like I should be getting pleasure from putting shit out, like expressing myself. But then I have to somehow become a person that actually doesn't look at the response, you know, doesn't like pay attention, like never clicks the little A in the circle on the Twitter client. I, which it just seems weird because sometimes people are saying like, "Hey, I, you 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 helped me," or "Can I ask you a question?" But but you you just kind of want to be able to go like. And just like kind of exhale without inhaling, without taking back. Uh, and and I, what I'm wondering is, so what do I substitute? Because I was like sucking energy off of things. Like like like, what do you do in normal life when you want to get energy? Uh, you can't get on the internet and suck your little thumb. Ask ask people here what they do. I don't think I think that they're pretty much like me. I don't know, but this guy's raising his hand. Go to bars alone and talk to strangers. Uh, bars alone and talk to strangers, he yeah. says. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> That's certainly what I was doing from 91 to 2009 before community started up. Yeah. But, right. but when you were, when you, like, you said last week, was it last week? Uh, you said that uh, writing is uh, gross people asking for hugs. Like, like it's you saying, like, you're putting that stuff out there for the response. It's 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 not you putting things out. It's you receiving something back from them. So you you have a relationship with the internet that I don't have. I wouldn't have because I like I, I couldn't do it. Like you you want the response. You can hear a thousand. Uh, bits of praise and hear one bad thing and you'll obsess about that because you're looking for that information. You're, you're, you're trying to triangulate who you are based on strangers' input. Yeah. So, I always want to know like, what's the worst thing that somebody could say about you because I want to move in that direction because I well, want to Well, last know. week it was saying, don't talk. Right. Yeah, which is like saying, yeah. T- tie your shoe. Do anything different. Stop doing what you're doing. Like, you, you have a huge, like, energetic reaction to anybody saying, S- change your behavior. Mm. Like, in the, uh, in the, in the uh, what was the city? The Pittsburgh show of the Harmon tour, when, like, Aaron came out and she'd been affected by something, and she said, uh, 
like that hurt my feelings and you said I'm sorry that you were hurt and she was like uh, well are you are you sorry that I'm hurt are you sorry about what you said and like it was all about behavior modification like you don't want, you, you don't you don't want to be asked to change anything which is no, nobody wants to ask to be uh, changed anything we don't want to have to change but right. we all must we all do have to adapt if we want to grow but anytime anybody asks you... Well, what if I want to grow into a person that never has to change? What if I want to become like Godzilla? Then you have to change the most. I have to change into Godzilla. Yes, yeah, yeah. You actually have to change DNA. And I do that by not caring what people think, right? So I cut myself off from everybody like Godzilla, and I slowly mutate into a giant lizard that breathes fire. Well, the fear that for you is that if, if, if you had to change anything, you'd be sacrificing your identity. You, you, you'd lose who you, you are. Who you were, but I, but but the only thing that I am is a person that doesn't want to be told what to do. Well, that's not true. You're, well, what am I? I'm the guy that likes flower pressing. I'm not. No, I'm no, not. you're the guy that likes to do a million things. One of the things about you is that you hate being told to change. But change is uh, is adaptation, evolution. It doesn't mean changing identity or changing essence. You're never going to change your essential qualities, but you could, like you know, you you could change. You, you could learn to. Soften this about yourself or enhance that about yourself. That, that's not becoming a bad version of you or be, being bullied or bossed around. What is, what is softening and what, what is that? What does that mean? Every, every, every fifth time you have something on your mind, you don't say it? Is that what, is that, what that is? No, it's, it's, it's knowing the difference between uh, saying what somebody needs to hear and saying what the, the first thing that came to your mind was. You can say both things at once. You can say... You can express yourself without saying a hurtful thing to somebody that you care about. I don't. I, I truly don't. Well, I don't think of myself as somebody that says a lot of hurtful things. Well, no, but you you know that you have the capacity to absolutely hurt somebody without meaning it at all. We all do. We all have that capacity. Like you can say something that you could have said. What, to, what are you? What are you? What are you saying? What? 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 How? How does one grow and change? What is the mandate there? Do, uh, You're asking a man. Being, we don't know. We being, don't know how to do this. Being nicer. Women have to come into our lives, and we have to we have to allow femininity into our lives. And women go, hey, you know what? The thing you meant to say, don't say it. Just say, hey, they're there. Like just just be a human being for a second, and don't have an egotistical reaction to something, and need like. Reinforcement at all fucking times. Like we, we, we think that like we, male egos are so fucking fragile and so brittle and so shitty, and we think that women have this power, and, they, and women think that we have this power, but we don't. Like like, like you can you, you don't have to change any part of yourself to not be a cock. Like you know, like when you are, are, are in a bad mood. When, when my blood sugar is low, if if it's been a long drive and I need a fucking sandwich, I become Liza Minnelli. I become a fucking like I become a cranky weirdo, and I will say things that I don't mean. But as you grow up, I, ideally, you learn to go like, oh, this is that feeling I get when Jeff Davis is about to become an absolute unsupportable cunt for no fucking reason. And what I should do is go, hey, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm going to go take a walk. Like, I, I'm going like, I'm, I'm, I'm to recognize that what I'm about to do is be hurtful. And, and before I say the hurtful thing that I know that I can do, like Indiana Jones flips a fucking whip, uh, I will just like 
I will just say something soft instead of hard. It just sounds like it's just a bunch of fucking garbage that a therapist tells you. Like, it's just such a bunch of like business well, look, casual Dan. cope with society. Like, oh, no, 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 is no, that no, no, really no. is that the way to get through the day, look, Dan, Mr. Harmon? Dan, uh, we're, we're no, no, it made Dan, my girlfriend mad. Well, Dan. next time, do you think maybe you should do that? But then take a step back, take a deep breath, and maybe not do that as much. Yes, you're right. I guess a yeah, perfect person called, wouldn't have done that. It, well, all right, that'll be seven hundred dollars. Well, okay, here's here's what I would say to that. I would say it's about being around people that you respect more than yourself. If you look down on everybody, you don't fucking you, you don't ever like aspire to better behavior. If you treat people, if you always aim down, and whenever you're cranky, vulnerable, uh, defensive, whatever, and you fire down on people. Um, you cannot possibly grow. But if yeah. you surround yourself by people whose opinions you uh, covet and, and crave and, and, and want to nurture and you want them to think well of you, then you start saying, like, oh, like, what would I do to make people that I look up to look, like, look up to me? And it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not about softening and rounding off edges of your personality so you can make dumb people like you. It's about becoming more attractive to the people that you aspire to be or, or you know, to be around. That's interesting. <laughs> he burped. Couldn't help it. They're, 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 yeah, that's, that's, an, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I like that philosophy. Like, like, um, like you, could keep, you could keep somebody in your head instead of the guy in the back of the room who's got his arms folded going... Like oh, that guy's not funny. You know, like like kind of like having this phantom heckler in your head, like playing to an idiot. You know, trying to make idiots like you. Like imagining that that guy is, you know, Agent Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks, or even if it's just a fictional <laughs> character, somebody that you look up to. Right. You're like, I wouldn't want him to think I was a twat. You know, and then yeah, I like that. That's good. That's smart. All right, we got that covered. Let's. Do it. We're all going to be good people from now on. Because nobody ever wants to live in a world where we had to change you one iota. We don't want you to ever have to like choke up on the bat and not be full force, um, awesome, crazy, like uh, rampant Dan Harmon. Uh, we want you to always be firing like from the hip, like you know, like Jack Palance and Shane. Like we want, we want you to be a, a good guy, a bad guy, like a, a weirdo, because you're a good writer, and we can't, you can't write well if you're thinking about what people think about what you're going to say. Right. You need to say whatever you want to say. But I just have to be thinking in my head when I'm saying it. This one's for Obama. No. <laughs> No. What if he's have, listening. What you, have, what you have to think is like, like the, 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 it's, it's possible to evolve and still be you. It's possible to be a higher version of you. You can elevate yourself above certain behavior that you yourself are not proud of. That you, you, you say things that you regret later on. And we drink and we say things drunken and we use that as an excuse. And that's fine. But, you know, or it's not fine. But uh, ideally, there'd be a point when we stop saying things that are asinine or adolescent or puerile or, or hurtful. And I like to think that at 40 years old, I can't hurt people's feelings anymore uh, accidentally. But guess what? I'm fucking way better at it than I ever was. Like, I can now just be dismissive of somebody, and that's more hurtful. So, like, we do have to, like, grow a bit and use our brains, our, our evolved intellect, I'm stupider than I was when I was 19. I was way more connected and way smarter than I, when I was when I was young. Uh, er, uh, not that 40 is old. Uh, but I look at myself now, I'm like, like oh, I, I can be crotchety. I can be cross, contrary. I can be a, I can be a person that you, I wouldn't have liked when I was 19. 
So, like, it's not about me stopping being Jeff Davis. It's about me, like, learning to finesse it a little bit and make it sexier. <laughs> yeah. But you don't like that. No, it's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's very complicated when, uh, when your relationship is with other people. When you, when you gravitate towards this personality type that, you know, a lot of us in L.A., I think, are, you know, we, we, uh, we want relationships with strangers. We come out here seeking a hug from uh, strangers. And so some of us do stand up, some of us write, some of us direct, some of us act. Uh, but we, uh, we're kind of, we're, 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 a lot of us pursue some kind of craft, like, oh, I'm James Dean, I don't care who's watching. But come on, you're not, you're not making brick walls. And even if you were, people use brick walls and you want people to say, what a good brick wall, you did a good job. Uh, the, 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 you know, the extreme personality that really wants validation, you know, that really drives you, that's really, that's really part of your thing. Then you have this, you have a relationship with strangers. And then you have this, this weird thing that, that becomes, like, like there's this feedback loop. Uh, but it's a, what, what was my point? My point was uh, something you said made me think like, you know, that I think the most complicated thing about all of this is that we all give ourselves so much more credit than than we uh, think we do. Like everyone comes into every exchange almost like as an underdog. Everybody thinks that they're the one that needs to stick up but for themselves. But we don't look at you and think of you as an underdog. We right. look at well, you and think the, of you as a, as a titan. That's you know? the crazy thing, though, because like, 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 like you, you know, it's... You, you but boyfriends with their girlfriends don't th don't look at their girlfriend and think well like like she's like the underdog. We look at them like everybody's holding power over us, and we're all trying to wrest power away from each other. And that's why relationships relationships go bad. Um, yes, because everybody is sticking up for themselves. We, we said last week that you know we, we talked or it was a, a week or two ago that we talked about or it could have been fucking months ago uh, <laughs> about like when people come to you and are weird, they want to find out if you think they're smart. If they, uh, people want to come to me and find out if I think they're cool, uh, what do you want from other people? When you go, when, when, like, if you shake hands with these folks after the show, when we were on tour, like walking on the street from Aaron, from anybody, like, what is it that you want from them? What, what are you being worried about? Well, I, just, I, I always just wanted people to tell me that there was a reason why I was born, that I was, I don't know, I just want efficacy or not efficacy, like, uh, uh, you know, contribution value to be loved mm, i mean <laughs> i don't know i think i think the i think the part of my condition is like that that love like i think that uh like there's circuits that go through my circuit board that are there's parts of the board that are like have this carbon scoring on them on it and then so then there's either through a detour or it, it I intellectualize love. I think of love as a thing that is very conditional, as very like, you know, it's a thing that you don't just get because you're someone's son. But when you go on a, on a, uh, a comment section on the internet, what are you looking for? What are you hoping you hear? Uh, I, uh, he's amazing. He did a great job. Like he's really, really good. And at, what's the worst thing that you would? Uh, what's, what's the what's the thing that you're looking? 
Are, are you aiming at a certain thing that you don't want to hear? He's uh, he's a fraud. He's overrated. He's pretentious. He doesn't. He, he thinks that he's uh, special, and he's not. He's a completely ordinary, completely uh, lucky person who just wandered into uh, my attention, and he does not have any right to have it. So, how he, do you feel right now? Do you feel that you have the right to have that? Uh, opinion of yourself? Do you feel like you're not too big for your boots? That you deserve all this? Or? The boots keep changing size as I keep walking forward and keep ending up in different climates. So the it's answer like, is no. That's an open-ended yes, thing. Yes. It'll never change. Yeah. I, th- I think if you focus on that, I think that's sickness. I think that's the thing. You can't... You can't you, you're you never going to win that game. And you're not going to arrive it's at a It's not empirical. You can't measure it. You, you will only... That's that's codependence. Like you're going like... You have to fill this unfillable hole. And you can't... You have to actually self actualize and go oh i know i know what i do and what i don't do i'm comfortable with it most of all i do my work and i step back i just do it because i like to do it and i'm done doing it now and i I step back and that's what a perfect person does but the weird irony is that a lot of perfect people don't uh they don't tend to get that pen out you know it's it's an interesting thing though that you know we all think of ourselves as underdogs and we i think we all look at other people like I can look around the room right now, and you're strangers, and your eye contact, like you're like, like that's an, that's another person. Like I, I don't know what their thing is. They might. They're they, thinking they, I paid ten dollars for this. They, they might. Yeah. Or this is might. this is like sitting with my brother. <laughs> Who's just sleeping on my couch and just complaining about his parents? We we, we all cast ourselves as underdogs, but like it's it's interesting to find out that we freak every we like Spencer like uh, what like uh, like you would be freaked out to find out that you're. there was a show when Dan was talking about like like he's a better writer than me like, like you're, you're you're a genius you're half his age like like it's it's weird to find out that we all look up to each other that we all look at other human beings and go oh that person there's a weird sparkle in their eye there's a way a tilt of their head that they go I wish I could do that too we all fucking we all aspire to other people and if we could all be and I think that's that superhero wish that superpower wish because we all look around and go I wish I could like sit as tall as that guy and I wish I could be as sexy as her and I wish I could like, like I wish, I, I, wish, I, I, wish that- I could do that dumb thing with my face that that guy does all the time <laughs> I wish I could I wish I could I, I had the balls to wear that shirt where are you from my sympathies <laughs> You're the shittiest Don Rickles of all time. <laughs> and that was it, but Don Rickles would walk out and he would make fun of every race, but thinking somehow it was uplifting because the idea is that. Uh, because most of the races were, were, were uh, actively oppressed and couldn't do anything about it. Well, because, because, because it's, it's all arbitrary. All racism is such a fucking completely arbitrary arrow thrown at nothing. And we're, all, all we are is afraid of other people looking at us, and, and we're, like, we're, everything is a mirror. And it's very interesting to look at, like, I. I if I could give any advice to anybody, surround yourself with heroes and be like live your life around people that you look up to that are smarter than you. If you're the smartest person in your group of friends, you have a bad group of friends. Uh, uh, you should be intimidated by your significant other. You should be you should look up to her or him, and uh, we should all be working with people that are better at the things we want to be good at. But it's it's amazing to find out that you who has the show and has community and has this stuff that really like you have an incredibly low self-opinion mixed with an incredibly high self-opinion and that's a chicken or the egg kind of thing like like is it self-love or self-loathing that that, that begets the other one but it's crazy to find out that like we're all really really concerned that we're worthless 
Yeah, you'd think that would unify us. Like, you would think well, we, you know, we would stop. That's, that's why we're all here. This show is a unification of people who want to find out that it's okay to feel worthless because we're not. We all, we, it's, it's, I think that's what, like, a lot of, and I hate to use the word nerd, but like, nerd culture, geek culture, intellectual culture is, is a bunch of people who are like, I've been kicked around a lot, but I'm pretty sure that I'm doing it just as good as I can. And like we, we think about it more. The you know the the unexamined life is a life un, not worth living. Who said that? Uh, like like we're people who think about it too much. I think and, Kurt and, Vonnegut said, "What if you examine your life and it comes up uh, fucking garbage?" <laughs> yeah, then you win. Because you're like like, like uh, we're, we're a room full of people who have uh, the stakes are high. We actually care about how the world perceives us. I think the people that are the bullies, the people that are the jocks, the people that are the dominant, uh, you know, the people that are in Congress uh, dicking around our country and our Constitution and all over the world, they're Woo! people who do not. They're people who do not consider what they fucking look like. They, I, I think they think that that by bullshitting around the room all day long, that they're doing it just right. I think. Well, that, they don't. I mean, this is the thing about the 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 you know the archetype of the old white man in the suit that controls everything and owns everything. I think the the thing that makes that archetype of villain is the is the one missing ingredient where that person doesn't do that thing that doesn't say I'm doing this by the way because I'm really concerned that if I didn't do it I would be worthless no it, uh, like, like it just seems like such a crime to me like I'm coming from this place on the hungry hungry hippo arena like 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 my 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 hippo comes from the place of because uh, that game's all about what 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 angle you're coming in on I, I, that was a horrible metaphor uh, well it's horrible if you're born in the after 1982. My 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 battle bot is designed around the principle. Thank you. That if you are sincere, if you're transparent, then you're going to have a ton of problems. You're going to constantly be made fun of. People are going to be going like, "What? What did you just say?" You're not allowed to be specific. You you're, just you, hurt you, my you, feelings. You're you punished just, for being. You specific. just said it wrong. You just did this and that. You or, and like you you do that. That's fucked up. You're going to have to. You're going to have to deal with that go through that and I think maturity for the transparent person is like you have to deal with it your transparency if it includes like an image of you having your feelings hurt because you're so transparent is not true transparency it's a it's a it's another stained glass window with you as a saint and it's and it's distorting the light that's coming through so it's like but the my 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 goal is transparency is just going like look I don't know I don't know if I'm a good person or a bad person, but I gotta I gotta be honest, and, and I and, and and I know for sure that thinking one thing and saying another, it, it may seem in the moment like it's a really good idea, but it's a really slippery slope. Yeah, you're, you're you're cursed with being. Um, an intellectual, like, and I, I hate that's a stupid word. It's but tough. Like, it's, it can be rough. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but the thing is, like, well, like if if you, if you think about things, uh, things are fucking tough. Uh, like. The, the, you know, the, the Odyssey, like Homer, like the, the stories about heroes, they didn't think a lot. They just went out and they fought dragons and they did shit. But like later on, as, as life goes on, we become intellectualized and we think about everything too much. We become crippled by Which that. is why we've created a new character at Harmontown that we're going to introduce right now called uh, Johnny Jackhammer, the man in the street. Uh, let's go get Johnny. Uh, Johnny Jackhammer. Let's open the window and, and talk down to him. Hey, Johnny Jackhammer, what are you doing down there? <laughs> hey, Dan Harmon, what, what the fuck? Oh, hey! 
Street O! Hey, Johnny Jackhammer, why is your theme country music? <laughs> I don't know, I can't hear much on Jackhammer for a living. It's, it's a little distracting that it keeps going on. Yeah, that's, that's true. Um, uh, this is Johnny Jackhammer, Obama or, uh, or uh, Clinton? Hey, hey, they're all a bunch of guys that don't know how to Jackhammer, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I say, hey, you know what I say? Take two of these guys, these congressmen or whatever. You give them each a jackhammer. Whoever can tear up more street, that's who gets my vote. You know? Ah, oh, you know what? That's some that's some blue collar wisdom. <laughs> Sometimes things aren't as complicated as we as we burden ourselves with thinking. Johnny Jackhammer, everybody. You know, we should build a wall around the country because fuck everyone that ain't white. Oh, shit. God damn it, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, no. God damn it. He was so close to being our Will Rogers. Johnny. Johnny, just get in the car and get Oh, out I here. hate black people. Oh, Johnny. Johnny. I'd like to jackhammer all the black people. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. God damn it. I thought we found a hero. I thought we found the key to our nation's lock. Johnny, just get in the car and go back to the hotel. I can't check. I'm jackhammering the car. No, Johnny, don't jackhammer the car. CG. Shit! Holy fuck. Johnny Jackhammer started jackhammering in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I went through the floor of the car, and the car flipped up like the uh, Nazi van in Raiders. <laughs> and just flipped and hit a gas station, which, as we all know, is full of gas and will explode on impact. You know why? Because Johnny didn't think of himself as an underdog. He, yeah, no, he... <laughs> In his head, he still had one little secret. Yeah, he put himself above other races. And that's the biggest crime you can commit. Yeah. And that, that, yeah, yeah. I think that's where bigotry comes from, the idea that you can exert your will over other people, whereas I think we all come in low. We're punished for coming underneath other people, you know. Right. We're, we're not punished for it. We're, we're rewarded for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Spencer over there. I'm over here. My back hurts, you guys. It's <laughs> fucked up. I'm, I, if anyone's been looking at me like I've had to take it, like, this guy is moving around like he's got a shit. That's what I've been doing. My back just hurts like What's a wrong with your back, Spencer? I don't know. It's just I can't, like, I, right, it's not comfortable right now. I don't know. I could lay down. Lay down. No, that wouldn't be engaging. Just lay down thing. for us. Just Spencer. lay down on the floor and do like you know, David Milch wrote all of Deadwood from the floor. Like, just facing is up. Is anybody here a masseuse or masseuse? Right on. Anybody here? I, uh, no, I don't. I'm not acting. Everyone's backers. Wait, wait. We got. Yeah, we got. Just, we, we have a uh, a bunch of people in the front row whose backers. Uh, Bill's back hurts. Jay's back hurts. Okay. What the a- fuck? Anybody else who has a bad back here? My back hurts. Your neck hurts. Jesus right. Christ! Podcast listeners, do. everyone's holding up their hands. I'm gonna get the number for uh, this woman, Destiny, who. Uh, <laughs> She, uh, I, I think I have her number. Mc, Chris McKenna started bringing her in like season two or three on Community. Destiny? Like when the when the community writers would do a couple couple all nighters or something, would, like he'd pay to bring in this this masseuse Destiny. And she'd set up like a little masseuse table in a in a vacant office, and the writers would go in. I'd never partake in. I, I can't. I, I don't like the idea of someone who's 
who's touched multiple people professionally actually seeing my naked back. I don't, I don't like, I don't, it's, a, it's an inferiority thing. It's not like a phobic thing. Is, is uh, that related at all to your, like, you, you're not a huggy person or a touchy person. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm worried I'm going to, I'm making the other person dirty. Like For I, real. Yeah, I feel like, like if, a, if, a, if, a, if a girl hugs me, like I'm going like, ugh, I, just, I made a girl stinky. Was it like when you're with like a girlfriend, like like with Aaron or someone like that? Like, how does, I take a lot of showers while I'm courting her, and then uh, and then we and then we move in together, and then uh, then I just get back to work and tapers off a bit. <laughs> I have a force field of of flies around me, that I, and I and I keep thinking like, ah, we'll deal with this in a little bit. I just, just gotta get another paycheck. But is that? Is the not washing? Is that healthy? Thing? No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Is it? Is it? A, is that a way, like a subconscious or semi-conscious way, to repel people? Is, it, is that a way of keeping distance? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just observing yeah. it objectively. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, it's like, and so let's say people. If you let people in physically, like to hug you, to hold you, that goes back to some, to some serious like childhood stuff. I would imagine, but also like that, that's the. <laughs> That's so, and it's not funny. Like, it's, uh, it's not funny. It's hilarious. Hey, speak for yourself. Hey, Johnny. Hey, keep it down up there. I'm trying to jackhammer. Johnny, you're going to jail for killing five black people. Hey. Hey, look, uh, you know, uh, we all love each other, right? It's like the great Don Rickles said. You see, Dan's trying to keep me away from this conversation. You're you're using Johnny Jackhammer as a way to keep me from getting away from this mic. All I'm saying is I get it, you know, the whole thing, the repressed memories. I'm going to get up and hug you, Dan. Oh, the Rosie O'Donnell. All the jokes in the world. The Oprah Book Club. All the jokes. At the end of the day, you're either jacking up the concrete or you're not. eh? You know, if you are, you're not. Jeff's coming in for a hug. I'm going to hug you, Dan. He, look, no, before, we, before we do it, you don't like it. This is not comfortable for you. You, you want to let me know that? <laughs> I'm just saying bodily. You okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, fucking get in close. That's not a hug. Podcast gold. Uh, I will tell you this though. I'm never going to wash this cheek again. When it's intellectualized, like I went to the Communicon the, the last week, and uh, the interesting thing is that this happens a lot at like uh, at, at Communicon, like like the Harmon Town shows and stuff. Like somebody will like somebody will breach the bubble. Like somebody will either, will just say. Like, uh, can I have a hug? Or something like they'll make a request. I'll go like, one more thing. Can I have a hug? And I'll go, of course you can. Like, who would, who would say no to that? And it's like, because they made this request, it's like, well, if I make you stinky with my hug, like, you asked for it. You can't like, go home and complain. <laughs> get, get on your blog and go like, <laughs> and then I asked him for a hug, and he made me so gross. I woke up gross. Um, so he kind of like takes the pressure off, and then he, a solicited hug, and then you hug. And then there, there's a line of people. Then all of a sudden, Everybody starts going like, "Can I have a can I have a hug?" And everybody and it's really nice. Like the the it's a very gooey therapy like thing. Like like you can feel people's bodies kind of trembling a little bit because they're like, "Oh, you know, like 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 it's nice." Could you feel? uh, 
Could you feel my body trembling, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know. Uh, all right. So where were we? We, we were delving into your psychosis. All right. Hey, psychosis. Uh, I, I heard this theory that all the brains... Johnny, get, get back in the, the car. The brain's got a different part for every part. All your mom's repressed memories and all. Hey, look, uh, I got two parts of my brain. Coffee break and jackhammering, you know? <laughs> like, you gotta... You, hey, I, I, I punch in, I get 650 if I don't jackhammer the concrete, you know? It ain't, it ain't that complicated. Yeah, li- life would the be... The BQE needs to be connected to the 110. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> it's a big job. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was one of the major engineering feats of the, of the 20th century. And I'm going to do it all with a jackhammer. <laughs> you, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. It's your, it's your father. <laughs> you can't jackhammer your way through life. Yeah, I told I, you I, I told you not to talk to me. Don't call me. Look, I'm sorry about what happened between us when we were, you know, years ago back, back at home. But Hey, uh, we got a saying about sorries at the jackhammer building, okay? Yeah. It doesn't jack any concrete. It's just a word, okay? I got my friends, uh, Johnny. Vitucci and Tumor. Jo- Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. What, I, Dad? I called your foreman a month ago. Oh, fucking A. I found out you've been fired for two years. Fuck you, man. Hey, you, fuck you, Dad. You haven't been jackhammering anything. You can't fire me for jackhammering, you, Dad. Oh, you oh. can just stop paying me, but I still got the hammer. The only, and there's still concrete out there that ain't jacked. The only thing you're jackhammering, Johnny, the only thing you're jackhammering is your, is your relationships with the people that are closest to you and the people that care about you the most. It's all fucking good for you, you know, because all of a sudden you're a new person because you realize you shouldn't have put your pinky up my ass when you were bathing me. Look, we, I have my jackhammer, you have yours. Yeah, and all I got between you and me is a mile of cracked pavement. Johnny, I'm, I'm dying. I have liver cancer. Again? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about jackhammering your anus with my pinky. It was a long time ago. It was a different time, and I was a different person. But I've realized now what's important to me is to be connected. I want to lay some pavement between you and I that is unbroken so I can walk over to you like men, like adult men, and shake hands. Dissolve to JFK Airport. I'd like a one-way ticket to Syracuse, please. Uh, Sorry for all the pennies. going to see my dad. Sir, we don't take pennies at JFK Airport. Well, today you're going to have to. Why is my that? My dad's dying, okay? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't realize the stakes were that high. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is your captain. Uh, thank you for flying Virgin Atlantic. Uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're flying from New York to Syracuse, uh, you may be on the wrong airline. Certainly on the most expensive choice you could have made. Uh, your movies are Lawless with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, uh, the Steve Jobs movie. Uh, Cut to the hospital. God damn, that Steve Jobs movie was pretty good. 
Dad? Dad, it's me, Johnny. Johnny, is that you? I, I just said, yeah. Uh, I don't hear no jackhammer. Uh, no, 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 normally, when I hear my son come, it's just there's all this noise of jackhammer and uh, race, were, racial epithets and whatnots. They made me leave the hammer at the terminal, Dad. Jo- Johnny, Johnny. Yeah, Dad. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Dad. Hey, nurse. There's something obstructing his throat. No, oh, it's it's so much more brittle than pavement. If I only had a, an implement. Do it, Johnny. Go the distance. No! No, I was I wasn't dying, Johnny. I didn't want you to use the jackhammer again. I don't I don't understand. I pretended to be dying to prove that. You didn't need to use the jackhammer. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't have a jackhammer. I, they, they let me leave it at the airport. Dad, Dad, Dad! Oh, his last moments on Earth were confusing me. Oh. Oh. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to lay to rest. <laughs> Reginald Jackhammer. <laughs> Uh, brilliant improviser, <laughs> intellectual, uh, child molester. <laughs> I thought you were going to, when the father was flatlining, you were going to jackhammer his heart back to life. Well, I know, and then when I did, you said... No, but you can't, you, you don't do that. Well, no, I, I thought you were fake doing it. Fake doing it? I don't have a, I'm miming jack... <laughs> I thought you were fake doing it for our radio play. I should have. I should have been clearer. I was miming a real jackhammer and not miming a because, guy. Because up until then, you did the you did the pantomime jackhammer. You were doing the pantomime uh, jackhammer. No, we'll do we'll do notes. And uh, if you go 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 to harmontown.com for Harmontown After Hours, where we do notes about our improv. All right, let's uh, let's crank up some 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 role some real role playing, right? With what? some D and D. If you want, should I? Yeah, get your shit out, man. What are you doing? I didn't think you'd go at nine oh two. I mean, we brought I, you up at like eight twenty. Yeah, well, and and then never spoke to you again. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Kumail's not here. Aaron's not here. Shrab's not here. Even Tyler's not here. Yeah, even Tyler. Yeah. He's drinking at the drawing with my girlfriend right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. All right. Well, what about what about Beefsteak Bill? We're gonna bring him up and play. Have him play. Uh... Beefsteak Bill. Get up here. Look at these shirts, man. Beefsteak Bill's got the. Is that? Is that have yeah, we seen I, that I, one? Can we discuss? Can we discuss your garment, uh, Bill? Uh, where, where does sure. one acquire? Is that velour? Uh, it's flocked. It's, uh, it's kind of a satin thing with a... Yeah, uh, I got it at some goth shop in Boston a long time ago before they closed. Boston? Yeah. Uh, Boston goth shop. Oh, wait, no. I got this at uh, Vaudeville Trash in New York. Sorry. <laughs> it's good. Didn't offend me. <laughs> How do you wash something like that? It's kind of different Dry rules. Dry cleaner. Uh, 
All right. You know, Jeff, how often do you uh, dry clean your suits there? All the time. That sucks. You know, that kills your suits real fast. No, it keeps them good. I mean, you know, dry cleaning involves tons of caustic chemicals. Picture so that no, can... not, my, not my dry cleaner. What, what's your dry cleaner? My dry cleaner is a couple wonderful Korean ladies who take very, very good care of everything I own. What's, what's the brand? What? Where are they located? I'm not going to tell What are their here. hours? If I, tell, if, I, if I say the hours and the location, then everyone that listens to this is going to go and get me, like... I, I'll be standing in line to get my suits out. And we could get like $50. Hey, Find out right? next time. Do you guys want your sheets? Yes, I want my sheets. Is the, you, <laughs> Bill, be a lamb and uh, dispense our sheets for us, will you? <laughs> Is the fear that if people knew when you got your dry cleaner, they would show up and get their dry cleaner done at the same time? My, my dry cleaner is a hidden gem, so it's, it's a local secret. And uh, if I told everybody, I mean, no one here fucking dry cleans anything. If I, <laughs> ooh, I, I like the fact that if I walk in there and I say, and they say, when do you need this? And if I, I give them a little like t- little look, and they go, come back at five. And if I told the whole world that, that might infringe my ability to get my shit right when I want it. I just don't think that they don't use caustic chemicals. I think they definitely do. Uh, yeah, look, it's called dry cleaning, which is uh, a misnomer. There's certainly liquids involved, and yes, there are chemicals involved, but they make... Poisons. <laughs> uh, Spencer, will you describe the, uh, the, the, uh, a monster in a dungeon called the, the caustic dry cleaner? Okay, okay. Sweeping aside hundreds of press suits, you see it. In a sink full of bubbling pinks and blues, spilled plastic bottles, you see a rising and falling surface of caustic, boiling, bubbling fluids. That's all. I don't know. Didn't really build anywhere. I didn't deserve that. Thanks, guys. I mean... There's a way, yeah, I mean, look, I, I've chosen my life, and it suits, and uh, I, I spend a lot of money on dry cleaning, and I... I and do you have a suit brush? Because here's what I'm getting at. I, I don't have a suit brush. You get a suit, suit brush, you, you, you brush your suit down after you wear it, you press it yourself. You know, you don't have to clean that hey, except Spencer, every Spencer, five times. Spencer, can you uh, take a vacation off of my cock for five seconds? <laughs> I just, I just admire a good suit, you know, and I don't, I don't want to see him shredded by some, you know, poison. I've, I've, I've had this suit for six years, and it's never shown a, uh, like a, a dimple. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so tired. I woke, I'm, I'm when, a when no did, sleep. When, when, how many suits do you, do you have, Spencer? You, you... I have three. <laughs> Will you wear a suit next time, Tim? I mean, if you guys want. Well, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they fit. I don't I'm, wear them very I'm often. Surprised. Why do you have three suits? Because most men have one or two. I yeah, one of them is a real suit. Two of them are like, uh, <laughs> I want to say Wells Fargo suit, but I mean Goodwill suit, which I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Wells Fargo? They, they were brought to you on a, on a covered wagon? <laughs> yeah, like uh, Goodwill suits and stuff. Right. Yeah. And uh, do you wear these ever? No, I mean, you just ask how many I have. That's how many. Three. Man, my, my weight fluctuates so much, and I'm so old, that like every time I have to wear a suit for like a wedding... That's why you get a suit. You get I a open suit? my closet, and there's just this... There's a bunch of dry cleaning bags, because God knows when. Like, and there's... like They're always mixed up, 
and like like I have to I have to do this humiliating thing where I get out each pair of pants. I, they're all gray. They're all charcoal gray. That I can't tell the difference between any of them except like oh this one was from when I was twice as fat as I am now. This one was from when I was twice as thin as I am now. It's a, like terrible. Yeah. Like, but my advice is uh, uh, it's not good advice, but it's my advice uh, is to for gentlemen to buy a really expensive suit at your optimum weight, and it will optimum for- meaning like meaning like that you're thinnest, your best. Your fighting weight, your college weight. Right. Like, like, get down to a good weight, get a suit, have it tailored, make it fit you, and then it will force you. You're like, I want to wear that suit in fucking two weeks because it's Thanksgiving or this or whatever. And you, and you go like, I, like, I can't let the suit out five inches. If like, that was going to motivate, I, I see what you're, that, that's clever, but... <laughs> the, before, before the ability to wear a suit would motivate me to lose weight. <laughs> me too, too. Not looking like a monster would motivate me. Like, also like, like, like nudity is that suit you're talking about. Should be like I should like see myself brushing my teeth and go. I don't want that to happen again. And yet McDonald's is delicious. But a suit, a suit is designed to make men look good, as 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 uh, as our dresses for women, as our stockings and things. Like we like men have their their fetish wear where like, guys look good in suits even if you're not in perfect shape a, 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 that's what tailors are for you go buy a nice Italian suit if you're if you're a little bit overweight and you look like fucking Marcello Mastriani all of a sudden and, uh, <laughs> uh, and and the thing is go to fucking Banana Republic buy a $150 suit oh, do they have those? $200? I don't know and, and, then, uh, and then go spend $30 at a tailor and you have a fuck off suit but you have to stay at that weight because you, or you have to have 900 suits depending on how many donuts you've eaten that week. I don't know. Whereas Bill has just chosen the, uh, the gay magician look, which I think is fantastic. That's just, it felt like he just lashed out at you at the end for no reason. No, I, I love Thanks, it. man. If, no, if I had more courage, I would, I would, I would be dressed as, as a sexy Vegas magician at all times. I think you look like a very straight was, magician, Bill. I thought I was disenfranchised goth kid. Do you know any magic tamer. tricks, Bill? Bill, do you do any magic? Uh, I can make my dis- self disappear. <laughs> you can make your dis- self disappear? Uh, uh, you're, you're a goth kid? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, what, what yeah a little your, bit. What was your uh, what was your band in, in school? Sisters of Mercy. Oh yeah, I can see that. Drummer, right? Oh, that's right. We talked about that. That's right. I love it. We learned more about. It. He became beef beefsteak Bill. You notice I haven't called you beef fungus Bill since. I appreciate that. You just now? I really appreciate that. I like I like I like growth. <laughs> Just right. don't like it on my beef. No, funny thing though. So I've been playing this iPad game. I've been playing this iPad game called uh, Plague Incorporated. You know, where I've you seen do that, like yeah. you do like bacteria and then uh, virus and then fungus. I can't beat the fungus level. I'm not kidding. It's too, yeah, you're like breffy with spiders. I I, I think I'm psychologically <laughs> blocked on that one somehow. <laughs> All right. Speaking of breffy with spiders, where were we in D and D? Oh, where were you? I'll tell you that. Paints <laughs> a really good picture because I'm uh, I was interrupted at work, so I. Like, I know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill, where are you born? Where are you from, Bill? Indiana. Indiana, where? Fort Wayne. 
Portland? Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. Or Fort Lame, as we call it. Fort Lame. Look what time it is. It's uh, northeast from Indiana Place. 9-11. Bill, we were talking earlier about uh, what we fear other people see in us. Uh, what, what's your fear that people see in you? Or what's, what's your desire that you... What, what's the thing you want people to see and respect in you? Intelligence. Intelligence, yeah. I think that's probably a, a commonality in this group, I would say, right? Spencer, you? Yeah, like, I mean, being right. <laughs> There's a difference between being perceived as intelligence and just being, like, someone who's right about stuff. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, come off as being correcty or, like, I just want, if someone asks me a question, I want to be the one with the right answer. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, I was going to say, what a weird thing for a bunch of, bunch of smart people to be worried about their intelligence, which is so often the case, such as personality type on the internet, is a bunch of people, like, going, like, no, no, correction, point of order, I'd like to spock you on that. Well, I'd like to overspock you on that. Um, because, well, it's, it's because there's, like, 5,000 definitions of intelligence. Like, some people want to be, you know, like, I don't, I don't want anyone to think that I went to Harvard. Quite the contrary. I want people to think that I'm an autodidact. I want people to, I want people to think that I'm, you know, a man of the people. Better than, better, better than I'm smart about it. You know, you, know like every, you can split that hair so many different ways. I, my, my biggest fear in the world is, uh, is, is, is pretentiousness. Like that is the, the, the concept that I'm wrong about myself. That is, the, that is my biggest nightmare. Is, is somebody saying, you think you're this, but really you're this. Like that's the most hurtful thing. You think you think you're six feet tall? You've been four feet tall this whole time, like 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 mentally or in any way. Like you think that like like you're so fucking off. Oh man, so you're the, off. The fear is what, what's the worst version of you that people might think that you are? Like you th you think you're what? What would you like people to think that you are? What version of you? A, a humanitarian, decent, and then, and then you're you're afraid that people might think you are a disgusting, caustic, uh, uh, selfish uh, monster. <laughs> Which it, I know that I, I that's why I celebrate that. You know, I go like, oh, I'm a disgusting, caustic. But, you but know. isn't it possible to be both? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> right. I mean, isn't there some like you, like you can recognize that it's possible to be both of those things like on a good day you're this and on a bad day you're that but it doesn't take one one's not taken away from the other right right well I would think at the same time you could be both things like Han Solo has no love for the Empire but he is also not going to be duped in by any kind of cause necessarily he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be tricked into giving his life for some bullshit but he's he cares about people you want people to think you're a humanitarian well, I guess I guess I'm just grabbing at that word. Like, like, what word would you grab? I don't know. Like, I want people to understand that I'm like, first and foremost, I'm a big fan of our species. You want to be a contributor? Yeah, and I also, but also that I'm like, an, kind of an optimist that I that I that I think we can do better. That I that I that I'm that I'm a champion of 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 all of us. That I'm not like that archetype of the troll under the bridge who's just like. Who would slit your throat if he could get away with it just because he he doesn't feel as loved? You know, like I, I don't want to be that contribute to that cycle. I want to be I want to be known as a person that said uh, we can do better. I believe in us. I think we can do it. Yeah, and and, and, and you can you can be that person, and also when you're in a when you get cornered, you can be. 
a pessimist. You can, like, you can be like, I think uh, curmudgeons and cynics are people that are the most optimistic people in the world. Like curmudgeonry because is, you look around and you go, "What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, We're it, being idiots." Cur- curmudgeons are people whose whose hope was abused, whose hope was disappointed, and so you can be both of those things. You you, you can be a, a, a pessimistic optimist. You can you can do both of those, right? Bill, what's what's the version of intelligence that you want people to perceive in you? Coxmanship. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go with that. <laughs> um, that's kind of a different. Can you? I don't know. I, I repeat, mean, Dan, Dan was Dan me. was saying there's there's a hundred ways to be intelligent or to be like versions of intelligence. Is, is there a certain? What way? do you want it to say on the bottom of the statue that's dedicated to you as a as a as a thinker? So like, but he used his her. brain to. <laughs> Wit would be great if I if I felt like I had. An incisive wit, I would be very happy. That's a ballsy answer. It is very ballsy. Because that's that's potentially embarrassing to say. I wish I was witty. (laughs) Wish I were witty. I think it's better than saying... My, my fear is that people don't think I know the subjunctive. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's very sincere and honest yeah, to just go like... Yeah. I, would, I, would, I hope that people think I'm, I, have a, I have a wit. Anybody else out there, uh, they have a brand of intelligence or a certain kind of genre that they wish people perceived in them? I know, I know that's like no one's going to raise their hand but that like that, so that, that, people start shouting off like, like eight th- different things th- and then one person when you listen to a recording one person went child murder totally pretentious you want people to think you're totally pretentious I, I like reading classics oh so you, you want to be perceived as, as, as fancy as erudite or uh, yeah, yeah I like Virgil and Ovid and yeah. Milton and, yeah. yeah you're pretentious I love that <laughs> uh, there's a hand back there too yes same as Dan actually which is what just being for the betterment of, I don't know, humanity as a whole, and being seen as someone who's for, who doesn't ever want to contribute to anyone having Here, a bad... Come up and say this, because you're, you're too far from the mic. Or, 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 or bring the mic to you, then. Just, just come across. <laughs> I, I don't want to lose the vacancy. No, 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 I'm totally going to forget exactly what... Yeah, but it's a hard thing to utter. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean mainly it's just that I never want to contribute to. Sounds so cheesy, but anyone ever having a bad day or thinking less of humanity because of me? Yeah, I don't want to be the reason yeah. why anybody ever is going like shit. Yeah, now that's all fucked. Like, like, which is so ironic because I'm so often the reason. But, <laughs> but then I, so then I have to think. Well, that person's a bad person. Like, I, I, I don't want to be. I so much fear like somebody saying, "God damn it, uh, this room would be so much better if that person would leave." Like, I won't allow that to happen. I will not be the unwelcome guest. I will not to the point where I would cut my own face. I would like, I would, I would, I would jump out of a skylight. I would, I would, I would, I would blow up. The the fucking building before I went to it. <laughs> that might cause people a bad day. <laughs> but it's possible to want that and then and do that very same thing, right? Like you, you can want to not do that, and then that's why. It, and then do it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, you're like, let's get one thing straight. I'm not the fucking reason you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> if you want your money back, I give you your money back. Fuck you. Um, yeah, I, I want to make you feel good about yourself. You fucking <laughs> cocksucking piece of shit. <laughs> and I didn't ask you to come here, and I don't fucking you know. No, I meant humanity not you 
Yeah, that's a big. That's that's my Thank thing. Thank you, Haley. It was Haley, everybody. Thank you. Not wanting to be the reason why. That's a big thing. Like when somebody when somebody implies somebody goes like you. That's that's the like like somebody goes you you hurt me. You hurt me because you were talking. You hurt me because you said that thing. Like I just like. Fucking Hulk, see an enemy, like like weird toxins fill my blood and prepare me for battle. Ironically, because if if that's true, if I said something that made you suffer, we have to figure this out. If I if I have to pound your face into the earth and change the axis of the planet, I will prove that I you are wrong. I did not say something to ruin your day or that your day needed to be ruined and that I actually helped you or anything. Anything but That's kind of what happened last episode, wasn't it? That's what has been happening for 40 years. <laughs> that's what I was trying to explain in the heat of that moment. I was like, "Look, this is this is my thing. This is why I make stuff." We got one more? Janet. I think actually um, kind of what Dan is trying to describe is what I would call emotional intelligence. Right. Yeah. There's actually a book about that by a guy named uh, Daniel Goleman, but there's a lot of, of, you know, psychoanalysis involved, but it's... I would call it emotional intelligence for sure. Thank you for I projecting to the point where we probably don't have to have you. Uh, you know, and you know what? It, it might be a fear of like this thing. Like, like I, I, I've been mistaken for diagnosing myself with Asperger's, and I, I, I'm sorry <laughs> that that ever happened. I, I would not do that. Um, but just, like the idea of uh, empathy, like, like, like I, I, from talking to people on the spectrum, like what I find is that the thing that unites those people is the feeling of frustration because they find themselves in situations where they are the cause of everyone's despair and they find out all too late that they have not participated in some misperceived social custom they have their underwear around their ankles at the urinal in kindergarten they uh, they're whole, they have a booger on their finger on the playground they're saying words backwards they're 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 not doing something right that they didn't even know they weren't even picking up on having to do right and tell the and what they do pick up on is a circle of people around them with their fingers in their face saying you don't belong here you have to get off the playground get out of here and like that phobia like that that would that's the thing that would result in somebody like autocorrecting uh in their adult life for making sure that everyone understands that you know I'm here to help I'm here to uh I'm here to make sure everybody feels better about themselves. I'm not trying to hurt you when I talk. What, 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 Dan, in your storytelling, you've probably said this before, but like, say it again. Like, in your storytelling, what would be the goal that you could like help people with? What's the point of stories? What's the point of uh, watching people walk through the stories and be punished for their humanity, get through it, become heroes because of it? Like, what's 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 the uh, the gift? Well, everybody, everybody realizing that life is uh, life is what it is. It's just the most basic thing in the world. It's like we, we, when you wake up in the morning, there seems to be so much uh, wrong, um, and stories are the things that we tell each other to uh, let us know that um, that all these things that you feel uh, about about how fucked up everything is, like that. That's actually that is how it is. So that it resonates, so that you go like because every you you 
providing language for the things that are bouncing around in your head, that's what art is. That's if you look at a painting, you know, in the Louvre and you start to burst into tears, it's because you somebody like put something on a canvas that you thought could only ever exist in your brain or a brain and you suddenly like burst into tears because you've been connected with and it's but it for, for me story is a is a is the Remo Williams tapping on the wrist of like it's such a deep cut um, of of like 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 I'm I'm, I'm I'm tapping in the rhythm of life and death with you so that you understand that when you woke up this morning and you felt bipolar, you felt like, why am I in a good mood but I'm in a bad mood? Why, if I was in a good mood, why did I listen to a sad song? Why, 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 why is my mom's death a thing that's fucking up my job right now? Uh, why, why, why do I hate the people I love? Why do I love the people I hate? Why, why am I depressed? Why can't I get anything done? Why, why am I different? Why, why am I scared? Why, like, like, like everyone's walking around in their Pizza Hut uniforms and they're up and down the sidewalk and they all seem to have their shit together. And I turn on the TV and everyone's having search encounters and trying on high heeled shoes and they, everyone seems to know what's going on. Ross and Rachel know what's going on and, and, and the, all the all the traffic lights and every once in a while you drive by and like a couple cars hit each other and there's broken glass everywhere but you're not supposed to look and everyone that does look is a bad person and you keep going this conveyor belt this concrete jungle it, it puts a pressure on you and you feel like because you have this turmoil in your brain you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna snap i, I I'm, I'm the only one walking around with this secret that we're all fucked up that everything is going to hell and and, and stories like you know let you know no ulysses had that happen to him he felt that way. He he went to this place, and like that that, that that there's a it's a way of articulating that inarticulable fact that just when things feel their worst, that is actually the thing that is giving you the most strength and all that kind of crap. It, it for for me like like community stories are always about people versus the system, and it's always about reminding you that no matter how fucked up you feel, you you're supposed to be the way you are. You're not supposed to actually grow and change. You're, you're, you're supposed to actually, before we ever get to that point, you're, first and foremost, the most subversive, most heroic act you can do is just be proud of yourself the way you got out of bed that morning. That's, and people go around the, uh, the circle of those stories, like experimenting with the idea that maybe they can improve themselves for the sake of, of, of improving their life or the system. Yeah, or they, get, they get improved, like we said before, they get improved by the people around them that, that they look up to. And they come back around to the conclusion that they should have just come clean and been honest about the fact that they felt like a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what stories are, to answer your question. For God's sake, let's, uh, let's play some D&D for pity's sake, shall we? <laughs> All right. Last time, our heroes were firing breath, or were fighting with Breffy, the mechanical monstrosity, who was new and improved with powerful enhancements. Breffy shot lasers and lightning, and also tiny robo spiders. But Quark quickly leapt into action, narwhaling the spider creature with a dagger strapped to his face. <laughs> Sharpie used his father's cape to teleport onto the beast's back and blasted it with electricity. Breffy hit Christaberg with a chain which stuck in his stomach. Mulrain fired arrow after arrow at the spider monster with a decent success rate. Quark changed tactics and slashed at the beast with his mighty greatsword while Sharpie began looking through his backpack. He retrieved a rod of frost and sprayed ice at the lava below, forming a cool crust. 
Then the wizard turned his rod on the spider, blasting it in the face with razor-sharp ice fragments. That finished the job and sent Braffy crashing down onto the lava crust below. Quark, overtaken by victory lust, lowered himself down by rope onto Braffy, but slipped and fell. If not for quick or Sharpie's quick thinking and the button staff, Quark wouldn't have lived to rape another day. <laughs> Admiral Darkstar was sure to be close, but just how close? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, Spencer. So you guys are up in this web of chains after just killing this guy. There's lava beneath you. I said we climb up and see if there's a some sort of door where Breffy came through. Yeah. One thing to note is that there are four statues with eyes that recess when you press the button. Yeah, those are uh, consumed by lava at this point. It's been steadily rising this whole time. You guys are now just in the chains, and there's only lava below. Yeah, Bill. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, that shit you noticed? Sorry. That's in lava now. (laughs) Get in the moment. I climb up the chains and start looking for uh, outlets uh, above us. On the ceiling, there's a sort of metal hatch door, but there doesn't seem to be any kind of handle or knob on it. It looks like it's made out of several triangular sections. (laughs) Christopher Berg, you're a rogue. Get up there and uh, check it out. I'm checking it out. Checking it out, you see what looks like a small hole on the left side of one of these door panels. There's a hole. (laughs) I fuck it. I knew he was going to do that. No, don't do that. Um, Did we find anything lately? Uh, Rods, staves, fingers? We have a crafting kit that we could borrow from Mulrain. Yeah, but don't you think this is one of those things where there's like a... I'm sorry, I'm immersed. I'm not metagaming. We could could, uh, jam an arrow You're saying, is is there something that we have that would fit that that certain size hole? Yeah, I mean, we play this game once a week, and we're always drunk. I'm just wondering if... What's the size of... Describe the size of the uh, the hole by the door. It's smaller than um, a human's littlest finger. I don't know how that compares to a halfling one. (laughs) I'm going to grab an arrow and and, uh, jam it up in there. All right. You jam it in there real hard, but uh, the arrow is, like, harder. Or, I mean, it's, it's wider than the hole, so you stab it in there, and it kind of breaks off the stone bits of the stone arrow. This is a stone arrow in this instance, in case anyone's wondering. It's not one of those iron-tipped arrows that wouldn't break off in this instance. Uh, Just some continuity, you know. These triangular things, are they, are they, are they, are they clean triangles, or are they like shard of power kind of shit? They're shaped? like clean, clean triangles. Like they're like tooth, like teeth of a, not, not of a thing that's all of its teeth come together. Really Nothing good. exists like that in nature. Uh, you haven't met my ex-wife. Anyway... <laughs> So Christopher is jamming this arrow in, and you jam it in, and you feel you feel like a, a thing that it hits as you as you stick it in. It felt like it hit like a little metal something. <laughs> now what? It hit a metal something All in the right. hole. It hit a metal something in the hole. Deep, and, deep and, stuff. And it broke off. So is it stuck in there? Can I it's get not it like, like broken off. It's just that the tips, the side of the arrow is broken off. It's still attached. All right, well, uh, I'm going to turn it. Try to... I was going to... All right, uh, I'll turn it. 
turning it with all your strength. You muster up not very much of all your strength, I guess. And you try and turn it, and it just doesn't budge. It's well, like a you, rotary phone. Hey, what were you going to do? You're, you're the barbarian. You right. have the strength. Yeah. Yeah. You grab try it. turning. I, I grab onto the arrow shaft, and I turn it for all I'm worth. You turn it for all you're worth, and it snaps off, but not before, activating some sort of mechanism that grinds deep within this assembly of triangles. They sort of grind and rumble as they open apart and create a hole in the ceiling. Yay! (laughs) Yay? (laughs) As long as nothing's coming out of the hole. Yeah. Nothing's right. coming out of the hole. Let's get through this hole, man. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I clamber up through the hole. You scramble up. Clamber. I, I'm, I'm, I'm using scramble. Right. Uh, otherwise, I'd just be copying you. <laughs> but uh, you, you... Can I trundle? You can trundle. All right. You can sashay. I'll, I'll clamber. I don't care about copying anybody. All right. I'm mosey. Is anyone else going to move? In any I, I caterwaul. Okay, good. <laughs> but then I, then I move, actually, through the thing. You all move in various specific ways and find yourself in a new room. This room is strangely dark, as if light were magically dampened. However, the magically dampened light does not extend to dim crimson flames that seem to be held up in the midair like they're floating or some shit. It's crazy. It's it's not crazy. It's just magic. (laughs) The floor is littered with the mangled corpses of several black-robed humanoids and also black buckets for whatever reason. You can see entrails and blood smeared across the floor and in the center of the carnage, carnage is a mound of ashes. Across the room on the arch... uh, Across the room you can see an archway. In the archway is a stairwell. How high in the air are these uh, flames floating? They're like about seven feet tall. Like You could probably grab one. I use my goggles of minute seeing. You use your goggles of minute seeing. What do you look at with them? The, the room. <laughs> everything. <laughs> you look around at everything. and You look at these corpses. They look like they've been ripped apart somehow. Um, some of them have bite marks on them, but none of them look like sliced or like stabbed or anything. More torn. Hmm. Not pleasant. Also, the buckets, they're full of blood. <laughs> Seems a bit... Much. Yeah. Do, do I detect any traps? Um... Searching around for traps, you see no traps. Uh, Maybe we should go look at that archway. On the far side of the room where the stairwell I was mentioning earlier was, you hear footsteps, and then you see uh, that knoll guy, Yurch, that you've seen before in random circumstances in various places. Yurch! He he, he walks into view and is like, What are you... What? What? Yurch! What? I... Weren't you guys ahead of me? Well, we... Uh, we got detained in a lava room with some chains. Yeah. Where were you? I was... Well, I mean, I was taking care of these guys, and then I was scouting, scouting up ahead. Are you Wait, are you the reason they're all mangled? I mean, yeah. Jesus, Yurich. I mean... <laughs> what? You guys kill stuff, right? Yeah, but we, we, we don't make a big show of it. <laughs> well, well, I do. <laughs> Why the buckets, man? Oh, uh, well, yeah, the buckets weren't mine. 
that, those were there. The buckets of blood were there? Yeah. Yurch, what are you hiding from us? God, every time we run into him, he seems like Yeah, he's... perception check. <laughs> okay. Um, what are you looking for with well, your uh, goggles? Or or a, sense, a, a, a sense motive on him. Can okay, a sense motive. That's that makes more sense. Yeah. He looks like he's, he's hiding something from yeah. you guys. Yurch, I take my sword out, my, my great sword, and I hold it at his neck, and I go, Yurch... Tell us the truth, or I'll, I'll cut you deep. I don't know I'll, what you guys are talking I'll about, make, man. I'll make you leak, Jack. I told you I killed all these dudes. I'll bleed you deal? real slow. You ain't Yurch, is you? I is Yurch. <laughs> Prove it. Tell me something only Yurch and I would know. Um, I was tracking you guys ever since you were looking for your father back at the hills. Every Harmontown fan knows that. Something Yurch would know. <laughs> wait, wait, what's Harmontown? Huh? What's Harmontown? It's meta. <laughs> Avenger, is this Yurch? Squaw. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix that in post. <laughs> My voice cracked. It gives you a look that says, I mean, yeah, looks like Yurch. He's like, what's, what's going on? I thought you guys kill bad guys all the time. Weren't We're we? in a goddamn carnival of broken souls. There's, there's people running around everywhere that look like other people. We ran into a guy that, that, that didn't believe that we were good guys. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, he went mad. I'm just like, you, you, you seem like you're up to something. Oh, no. <laughs> you seem like you're up to something. I'm not. I'm not. We sensed motive on you. I don't want to get meta about it, but we sensed it. What does that mean? We sensed you, seem you were suspicious. up to something. I mean, yeah. What are you up to? I'm just, I killed all these guys. I was looking up there. I mean, I... What well, are you going to do next, then? Yeah, where, where are you going now? What were you looking at? I was just looking at the floor above. There's some scary shit up there. It's dark magic. The floor above? Yeah. And that's why you seem like that's, you're up to something? That's where Darkstar is hiding. He's got all this dark magic. I don't know how to decipher it. You what? need some sort of crazy old books. Crazy old books? Yeah. Where, where would we find these books? Who knows, man? <laughs> I have uh, books of divinity. What? Something might. Divin- divine might. Di- books, bu- books of divine might. I think that's what that says. I don't know what that is. That's not the right book. There's lots of books. I, I mean, they can't all be the applicable one. I, I look around for books in the room. There's no books, just bloody torn corpses. <laughs> you know, if we could see up I there cast better. detect thoughts on Yurch. He's like, man, I need to get that book off that wizard guy. The blood book. Your book. Sharpie, look in your inventory for a book right now. I have one. <laughs> I've had it for a while. He wants it. I, 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 while, while, while you're looking for your book, I walk around in a kind of, uh, like, kind of just... Can look, I detect look, more thoughts than that? Yeah, he's like, man, this guy just audibly cast detect thoughts on me, and now I feel like a real asshole. <laughs> I didn't audibly... I mean, are you saying that there's an audible component to almost, it? Yeah, almost all spells, like, they have some sort of show. <laughs> so I was like, detect them, thought them, yes. Yeah, pretty okay. much. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Darkstar. Get him. This is Darkstar? Well, if it, it ain't Yurch. I take out my uh, flaming sword and I raise it above my head. He's like, whoa, whoa, we don't gotta do that. And I say, Sharpie, take out the book and, uh, and uh, like show him it. No, what book? Uh, the... <laughs> 
Uh, the Joy yeah. of Cooking. The you Joy mean, of Cooking. What book? Huh? What book? Has, no book. He has a cookbook. <laughs> what identity? He makes buttermilk biscuits like you fuck. You, you haven't had buttermilk biscuits. <laughs> And so you've had Sharpie's buttermilk biscuits. I don't eat buttermilk biscuits. Yeah, because you're fucking Admiral Darkstar, aren't you? No. I detect magic on Yurch. He's, he's full of dark magics. I take my flaming sword and I strike it straight down. And it, no, I, I, right, right it might be Yurch, but he's, he's you know, he's con- like, conjugated. Conjugated? <laughs> I'm a barbarian. He... Uh, it could be our friend Yurch, but like, you know, com- compromised. Breffy, uh, Breffy turned into a spider. I had to fucking and kill him twice. <laughs> had to is a bit of a mischaracterization. <laughs> Spencer, the heart wants what it wants. Okay, I, 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 I have the flaming sword poised above his head in a very threatening manner. Okay. God damn like, it. Breffy. I don't have anything. Can we, is, there, is there a way to uh, release him from, uh, from a spell? Is there Who's a way to, Breffy? <laughs> I said Breffy. Is there a way to release Yurch from a spell? I, I'm, I, I don't have anything Do like that. Do you have to spell magic? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't. Uh, I have deep slumber. Hey, man. What's, okay. Let me be honest with you guys. Oh, <laughs> bury the lead. <laughs> I just... I was telling you guys about the dark magic. It's this, this is this blood magic stuff. It's crazy. I was trying to learn about it. Yurch. So you've you've immersed yourself in this blood and has made you part of the dark magic? No. What? No. <laughs> you were learning about the dark magic. I mean, I know a bit about all sorts of stuff. Is that why these uh, buckets of blood are here? So you're 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 covering yourself on this blood to well, learn? This? I mean, again, I I didn't gather these buckets of blood. I mean, look at look at these things on the floor. There's nobody gathers buckets of blood, but at some point in your life, they get offered to you, and when they do, you need to come to your friends. You should have talked to us first. This is gateway magic. <laughs> I learned it watching Yurch. I don't know how to respond to that. That's because you're high on darkness. That's not true, man. What did you do with this blood? This blood magic, Yurch? I'm not doing anything with nothing. You're steeped in it, brother. No, no. Guys, that ain't me, guys. If, if, if we if we get this blood if we, if we get this blood on us, are we gonna turn into him? No, I pick up a bucket of blood and I splash it on Yurch. I go, I go. Is this what you want? No. You want to be bloody? Where, what what signals was I giving off that indicated that was what I wanted? You're covered in darkness. You you love blood magic. You want my book? You want blood magic? You want to be covered in blood? Blood is sticky. It's gross. It's 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 crusty. Sharpie, give him the book. You used to be a regular knoll. You used to be soaked in piss. <laughs> you were a good guy. And now you've soaked me in blood. Yeah, so? Does it feel good? No. Sharp it? No. Sharpie, Sharpie. What? I slap him. <laughs> slap him across the face. You get, 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 get this monkey off your back. He's like, I, I have a question, Yurch. Yurch, what would you do with the book if you had it? I'd learn about the thing and try and stop the evil plot. Give him the book. What? <laughs> what do you... I got the sword above his head. Show him the book. See what happens. <laughs> no. If he turns blacker, we'll kill him. <laughs> Wait. Uh, that's, that's, oh no, uh, that sounded racist. Well, 
Is that the title of the episode? <laughs> uh, it's her as Blacker No, uh, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to give him the blood magic book. He's he, he was dishonest about it in the first place. That means that he's, you know, he, come on. Yurch, we need to, uh, what do you roll? Uh-oh. He's oh, who knows, ma'am? <laughs> I can't conceal my emotions. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing. God damn it! He, he rolled a uh, perception thingy or whatever, like a, a will thing. We have to like we have to secure Yurch, huh? We have to secure Yurch. I grab him from behind with I, I get him in a, in a full Nelson. All right. Well, as you're trying to do that, he he finishes muttering under his breath, which you didn't hear because you were too busy talking and not perceiving things. Oh correctly. man. But, uh, yeah, as you're grabbing him, he goes, Holy tar! And then um, you grab him. And as you grab him, you feel the blood, the slick blood on his body turn hard. And it's, it's all hard, like hard stuff. <laughs> and you got, you got a hold on him. Right. But it doesn't matter because he's all bloody and shit. He's turned hard like an exoskeleton? Yeah, like you, a, you're hugging a hard man. Like an exoskeleton of some sort? Like, like an exoskeleton, yes. This is what happens when you hug people. The stink gets on them. <laughs> I, uh, I, I release him and take out my great sword. All right. He goes, Rah! All right, you're And he sh- bursts out of that, and, and he kind of like, his, his blood is all hard and dripping over his face and he's like now you made me all fucked up and I'm fucked up now Yurch is a complicated motherfucker you guys were all aggressive on me I just wanted to learn about blood now you're gonna learn about blood Yurch, the hard way not, though that's not what yeah, happened we're gonna, like, learn, the hard yeah, blood. we're gonna learn about your blood yeah yeah I'm gonna write a thesis on it my blood magic Yurch, I, I Yurch. this includes a blackboard it doesn't. Yurch, oh. that'd be too easy. Yurch, I'm, right now I'm looking at a knoll who's about to get killed and fucked. I'm looking at a halfling who's about to be full of blood missiles. I'm a gnome, blood not missiles? a halfling. That's a good point. Yes. All this blood's in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> I'm invisible. So he kind of flicks, flicks some of his bloody arm at you, and they kind of turn into these little blood darts, and they're shooting at your, your body. Blood darts. Yeah, but they all miss. Flaming sword attack. Do it. Oh, wait, that's yeah. me. <laughs> we were just playing a game where you guys rolled your own attack right. rolls, so that's that's on me. You strike him directly in the stomach. Dealing. What's your damage? Sorry, it is... Yeah, no, eleven. So, attack bonus. It's an 11 attack bonus. Now your damage. My damage is... Yeah, sorry. it's like 1d something. It's 1d10 uh, plus 1d6 plus 4. Sorry, everybody. Just some housekeeping. Dealing eleven damage. Oh, poor, poor Yurch. Why? Wait. No, I know. It's just such a shame. It's like Robert Downey Jr. in Less Than Zero. <laughs> but you Nothing see, Nothing we can do. As the blood flows from his open wound, it kind of pulls back and hardens over the wound, closing it off immediately and scabbing it over. Oh damn! Poisonous sneak attack. What's up? Poisonous sneak attack. I like the sound of that. 
going around to his flank in a flanking maneuver. You try to attack him right in the flank with a sneak attack. But unfortunately, you miss. <laughs> I'm invisible and I miss. Uh, when did you go invisible? I said I'm invisible a second. He, he went all blood. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, I didn't hear that. Second of all, when uh, Tyler was playing Christopher, he used your second invisible. Okay, I'm not, I wasn't invisible. I just thought I was invisible. Fair play. Either way, miss. <laughs> Sorry, man. Can I ask you about sure. a spell of yeah. mine? Yep. It's called Mirror Image. Yeah. Now, I'm going to... Is that... Do I just make another me? You make, like, multiple copies of yourself that are, like, illusions. So yeah. he doesn't know who to hit. I'm going to do that. Nice. I'm going to go, hey, Mr. Blood Missile. <laughs> who will you hit with your blood missiles? Is it me? Or me. I put my arm around one of them and go, or this one. <laughs> and one of them has a mustache. You summon, you summon six, six mirror images. Oh, one of what them. a peculiar circumstance you find yourself in. I am Dieter. <laughs> well, I don't think it's the one with uh, the mustache. That's... That's clearly fake. Oh, it would be weird if I just put on a mustache and then cast a spell so that I was the one with the mustache. <laughs> and so, then I laugh, and each ha comes from a different guy. Ha, 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 So Yurch dives on the, to the ground, and he grabs one of these buckets, and he does, like, a, a weird roll, and he throws a bucket on, on Quark's, and now Quark's covered in blood. What? Yeah. That's not good, you guys. I mean, maybe it is. It is? I don't know. I mean, I do. It doesn't seem good. <laughs> You're covered in blood. I I, uh, I start wiping it off me. Okay, with what? <laughs> I have my cloak of resistance. Okay, that, yeah. You start wa- wiping blood off you. <laughs> this takes a while. Okay. You get maybe a third of the way done. That's all. <laughs> Uh, ribbon dagger. Okay. You attack him with your ribbon dagger? Yeah. Just making sure. That's a critical hit. Oh! You strike him directly between the blood. (laughs) (laughs) Dealing seven damage. Yeah, you know, ribbon dagger does X4 damage, but still just seven damage in this case. Seven damage. He's like, ah, my eye. It was between those bloods. I'm still wiping blood off, right? I'd hope so. Yeah. Putting it at a Sharpie's turn. (laughs) You appear to be surrounded by a forest of foes. Which one is reducing you? Who knows? Reduced person. Tiny, tiny blood-soaked knoll. <laughs> okay, yeah. You cast reduced person on him, and he slowly dwindles down to the size of a, a gnome. He's like, no, that's fucked up. It's not, it's, it's not fucked up. We're a proud people. I, you know, that's fine. It's not the size you. of the barbarian. It's the motion of the sword. <laughs> 
He goes, ah, but it's, they're magicking right now. Blast. And then he casts his arms about, and all the blood on the ground starts to come up at like a snake serpent and starts to whip at you guys and try and drag you down like, a, like ropes or something. And you guys, you guys, you guys. Quark leaps out of the way, but the other two of you guys get entangled by these bloody ropes, and you're you're kind of bound and tied up. Uncanny dodge doesn't help. Uncanny dodge doesn't help. <laughs> what Not about what case. about being like eight people? That doesn't because it gets everything. So it actually grabs at all your illusions at the same time and dispels them. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh oh oh. Uh, I'll reverse. ribbon dagger again as I'm going down then. What's up? I'll ribbon dagger again as I'm going I'm down. I'm putting it at Quark's uh, turn right I, now. I, 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 I use a, my mighty sword and I try to cleave off the tentacles that are holding these guys t- uh, t- down. Well, I like the sound of that. That happens. You cleave, you cleave quickly through the tentacles. Uh, they're bloody ropes. Whatever. Wrapping these two gentlemen. Freeing them from their bonds. It works? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, man. Am I also is all the blood off me? Yeah. No, you stopped wiping. Didn't okay, well, I, I go back to wiping. Okay. <laughs> just just and wiping. Is man, gonna, wiping. gonna be a, a, a gravestone that uh, just says he was meticulous. <laughs> am, Fastidious. Am I able to backstab from where I'm at? Uh, you can move to backstab. Sure. I'll do that. Okay. You move to backstab. And you get another critical hit. Jesus Christ. Let's see how much damage you do. You get some damage this time. Yeah. That one's a lot more. Yeah, that's 20 damage that time. Yeah! Smiling faces. Now who's the lady in red? (laughs) You stab him directly in his small back, and he takes that much damage that I mentioned. Don't forget the back is small because I made it that way. <laughs> it's your turn again. Me? Yeah. For, first can I, I go, can I can I get a, uh, a spell called Cast Consistent Dialect on Sharpie? <laughs> first, I, I start off my turn by going, <laughs> but which of us? Oh, and then I remember that. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's back to just me again. Um, I would like to ask you a quick question about the sunrod again. I can't remember what that did. It's like a flashlight. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I asked that last week. Yeah. And what does sack do? <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to use the old rod of frost. All right. Do you want to shoot a cone of cold or like icy, icy shards? There's different modes on this, baby. Icy shards. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, Dan. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. I still need to. Crit- critical fail. What happened to Pulling the trigger on your icy shards while you let off a witty pun, you realize you're holding it backwards. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> And you blast off a volley of icy chards into your face, <laughs> dealing ten damage. Ice to meet me. Ow, ow. Am I dead? Let me see. 
How much you, damage? You're keeping track of my hit points. Yeah, game. so right now you've already taken eight damage. So now you've taken ten more. What, what's your health total? Thirty-five. All right, you're fine. <laughs> you're making this up. <laughs> yeah. I spent an hour today re-listening to Harmon Towns and doing the math. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Did you, so was I at full health? Yeah, well, you know, the Dr. Pepper made you full oh, health. Oh, yeah. You only got hit for about oh, eight yeah. damage. Yeah. Yeah. Is it my turn? Uh, no, it was, it was Yurch's turn. He's like, ah, I'm all wounded and shit. I'm going to make a break for it. And he runs towards the hole in the floor. At half speed. Yeah, at half at injured speed. And tiny, at tiny speed. person speed. Injured tiny half person bloody speed. Yeah. Far sword power attack. Unleashing a far sword attack from your blade. It critically hits. It slices him in half. Yeah. Oh. He's like you sons of bitches. <laughs> You don't know why it gets slow, like farther away. He just yeah. stays still. But then he dies. Uh, just shove him into the lava. He dies. Oh, you're. Yeah, I walk up and I, I walk up over his body and I, uh, I look down at him and I, with a, with a heavy heart, I dry hump him a little bit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, alas, per Yurich. Alas, per Yurich. <laughs> I, ta- I take some of Yurich's blood and I go, like, why? Why? <laughs> and then I rub it on my face and I go, and I look at my friends and I go, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never. Blood magic's the worst. Just say no. Yeah. I, I search Yurch's body. He has uh, just a rusty dagger and a bunch of poop. <laughs> He was keeping it? That's why he smelled so bad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was about to give Yurch a rusty dagger. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I, I poop on my dick and then fuck him. Uh, you didn't have to. You didn't have to. <laughs> I don't want to play D&D anymore. <laughs> I take some more buckets of blood and I just pour, pour it all over him. Okay. I kick his body into the lava. You hear a screech coming from that that doorway that he came through as you kick that into the lava. Just a screech. I walk up to the... uh, It's a stairway. It's like an archway that leads to a staircase. I walk up to that and go, Who are you? You can see uh, two pairs of glowing eyes in the darkness. They're like, You killed Yurch! You will have our vengeance or something! And then they disappear in a poof of smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's let's pull, let's all pull each syllable we heard. (laughs) We'll piece it together. I heard you killed all the Jews. (laughs) You killed Yurch. You will will die in a pool of vengeance? Uh, Definitely not the most eloquent of... uh, I I yell, come again? (laughs) But they've already vanished in that smoke I mentioned. Oh. Admiral Darkstar, if that's you... It wasn't. Oh. (laughs) Then never mind. (laughs) I, I yell at the ceiling nonetheless. 
More like Admiral Fartstar! <laughs> Nothing? No. I mean, sure. Admiral Fartstar! <laughs> I thought that might get to him. Let's, let, let's, let's chase him up through the archway. Let's go, guys. Let's run. We run. We run up the archway. You run up the archway, and you, you burst through the door at the top of a... No, okay. So running through the archway, there's a spiral staircase. So I'm assuming you're also charging up that? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Charging up, you burst through the door at the top, and what you see inside is a pillar of black crystal on the top of which is Admiral Darkstar. Oh! Cliffhanger! Thank you for coming to a sleepy, introspective Harmon Town featuring Johnny Jackhammer and Beefsteak Bill. And thank you, Haley, for coming up and uh, everybody else. One more time for Spencer Crittenden, won't you please? I'm Jeff Davis, your comptroller. Thank you for putting up with a very sleepy me. One more time for your sleepy but wonderful mayor, Dan Harmon. Go home and go to sleep. We'll see you next week, wide and awake.